we can still get out and about, still go for runs, we can still go for swims, just about, mind you. Um, we can't do the things that we always took for granted, and I suppose with these headlines that are constantly popping up and the uncertainty and the media put out these fear mongering scary situations and for instance we had red one today popped up on the news feed and T-Shock announces that we possibly could be looking at two months of further level 5 restrictions you know possible that word possible even that word in itself um, incites fear on people and all of a sudden people just start thinking and overthinking and that's why I wanted to um, make this podcast because I've seen strong people over the last number of weeks that have literally gone in on themselves and, and overthought situations and this current climate and current lockdown situation isn't helping them even though they're going about their day to day lives you know there is small things here that they just can't do and it's, it's beginning to bother them whether it's working from home and consistently and continuously working from home and not being back in your office or day to day job environment seeing no light at the end of the tunnel of when we can return back to work and when things can go back to, to reality um, college people that were in college or have started college hoping to experience college life and just can't do it and can't experience that right now and they're struggling with online lectures and online exams then there's just people that can't see their families and you know fair enough first lockdown couldn't see our families everybody panicked and but for some reason this lockdown um, is taking a very very harmful effect on a lot of people so what I would say to those people is simply I know it's hard and I know it's difficult but all you can do is control your own thoughts that's where this podcast comes from because what I'm talking about is in controlling our own thoughts is that when we start to not look after our thoughts it creates a sense of anxiousness um, and with anxiousness um, or being anxious it essentially um, when you when you have anxious thoughts they tend to activate um, something called the limbic system and what that is is essentially it's where fear is incited in the brain you know so when you are afraid of something you know you have that deep thought from a certain time in your life you're inciting that you're kickstarting that limbic limbic system and it's um, essentially triggering fear um, and it's so so temperamental that it can be triggered with one slight thought one slight bad thought so it could be something so small like the current situation you know you could be listening to 
a radio as much as I try to avoid the news I tend to pick up on some small bits of news and as much as I try to, to keep those thoughts at bay some of them catch my attention and do trigger me and, and I do end up um, going down that rabbit hole and being set off so you know it is natural it is normal it's our brain just just triggering and reacting in its natural ability so there's nothing wrong um, with feeling anxious at times it's a natural normal thing I know some people may say you know anxiety shouldn't affect me but anxiety can affect anybody it's natural it's normal it can just happen and how anxiety works is essentially anxiety builds up inside your inside your head inside you as a person you know one thought um, could lead to uncertainty and all of a sudden you try and chase that away with other thoughts essentially what happens there is um, you know by trying to fix yourself with other thoughts your anxiety um, your anxiety essentially just takes over what most people do when trying to uh, fix their own anxiety is they actually go and try to do their own research on it and there is many programs out there that you can go and get involved in and there is a lot of stuff on, on the internet that people can get lost in a lot of it can be bad so what I suggest um, is to try and sway away from that but because what essentially would happen is that you do your own research until you possibly can't take anymore and as the anxiety builds up inside you eventually boil over and you be you literally wear yourself out to a point of burnout and your thoughts will get hold of you and you'll just con continuously just fail so if i can say one thing it's um just be wary of your current thoughts there are different many types of anxiety for me I would say the biggest type of anxiety that I suffered from and sometimes I still suffer from it and people may may be listening to this and think well I wasn't expecting that neither was I um, because simply it was social anxiety there were days um, periods of weeks that I simply just didn't want to see anybody um, and what I mean by not wanting to see anybody it wasn't a case that I just wasn't asked I had these mad situations built up in my head out of nothing that triggered the fear system within my brain and that fear system triggered other thoughts and then essentially it, it just drove me over the edge and I couldn't leave the house. I didn't want to leave the house, you know. So um, I didn't want to be in situations, you know. So I'd avoid certain situations. I can't go there today because, you know, um, or I'd avoid parties. I'd be invited to somewhere, you know, and I'd just say, oh, no, you know, well, I'm not going to go there. Uh, or I'd. I'd, I'd, I'd be having I'd have to be somewhere for instance you know I'd have to be at a certain place or 
a meeting or something along those lines and I would build up the worst stories in my head and I don't even know where it came from you know it, it was simply just it would start off with one thought and instead of just embracing it I, I'd simply just put it off and it would just build and build and build and I would find myself either driving around in my car for ages or sitting in my car where I just didn't even want to go into that place you know and I'd sit there until the time that it started or the time halfway through it and I would just then turn around and I'd make up some excuse or something happened that couldn't be there I'm really sorry and then I just got home and it's happened to me with interviews it has put me off numerous different interviews and it's put me off probably I've lost out on probably job opportunities over throughout the years as well but that was something that did affect me it's not something that I procrastinate over now and because especially with the interviews I will just take them now full on because I have the skills and the requirements now and I know how to deal with them and but there was a time where I would I'd have an interview I'd sit outside the building and I just make some excuse of why I couldn't go in, you know. And I'd be, that excuse would just build up in my head, and it's essentially, I just my anxiety would just take over and it would cripple me, and I just I couldn't. So these this this does happen, and it's not a case that it doesn't happen to certain people or it won't happen to certain people. It does happen, and. And it was triggered by a lot of things, you know, but it was probably triggered by um, my issue with with, uh, with smoking weed. It could have been triggered by that, you know, the, I, was, I was slightly agitated, um, my mind would set to run and race. You know, I spoke to a friend of mine the other day, and he, he was talking about, you know, cutting down on the stuff, and he said to me, he said, I want to cut down but I don't want to stop completely because you know it keeps me out of my head I sat there and I thought keeps me out of my head I said the reason why I stopped was so that I could go into my head and think and create this clear environment for myself where I was no longer afraid to actually embrace and live inside my own head and try and figure out what is going on in there I took back power from my mind and gave it back to me to go and explore what exactly is going on in there what problems have you got let's let's sit down and talk to Mel Craig um, when I heard that I was a little bit worried whoa his anxiety has taught him, taught him that essentially by, by consuming or smoking, smoking weed he won't go in on his head he won't he'll stay out of his head and he won't have those thoughts so for me that's probably where where it it also affected me and I was just oblivious to it um, again like it was instead of me facing problems um, or asking questions uh, I built up assumptions and from those assumptions it just led to um, problems and those problems then led to excuses and it was just like an ever-ending loop, never-ending loop. It just kept on going around and around and around. Um, and it was just to my own detriment. So 
It came to a time where I had to sit down. It was only last year. I had to sit down and I had to think of what exactly what, what was what was wrong with me. You know, what is affecting me? And anxiety was one of them. Um, and anxiety for me was leading to more depression and it was pushing and, and it was destroying me as a person. It was making me angry. It was making me um, I'd react in, in certain ways that I shouldn't have been reacting. I was doing crazy things to me. So I looked at different ways of trying to help this. And over the last year or so, I've worked on different things. You know, so these might work on everyone, but for me, they somewhat help me, and they might be able to help you. So I'll, I'll talk about them briefly. Number one, essentially, was breathing. Um, breathing is massive and I think for me and from what I've gathered over the last little while with Paddy Douglas and what I've seen him do with his breath work um, through his um, workshops and through his um, full moon uh, rises and Wim Hof style breathing I've seen the power in which breathing can help you um, and not help you as in learn how to breathe properly but help you um, on a spiritual and on a healthy health conscious type of way it's done wonders for me it's actually amazing it gets you into a deep 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 state of meditation and it's a totally different way of meditating Um, I could never just sit down and meditate but I found that by following the Wim Hof style method of breathing it's helped me clear my mind and take control of my own mind once again because essentially what breathing does for you is you know you're slowing down your breath and because and in return it tricks your body into relax into relaxing you know so like your anxiety triggers your brain into fear mode by actually breathing and slowing down your breath it can trick your body into relax mode um, and in return, that just eases your mind and clears your thoughts. For the Wim Hof method, the Paddy would teach, um, it's more of a higher intensity level of breathing. Um, so there's two different sides. You can take slow, deep breaths, or you can take fast, deep breaths, um, accompanied by holding your breath and letting it all go. There's different ways of breathing. and number one for me was breathing and two is perspective I was always looking ahead too much Um, and that for me was massive because I would always just look and go oh I want this I want that I want this I want that and when what happens when you want this and you want that and you don't actually get it is you beat yourself up you start looking at other people instead of focusing on yourself and that's exactly what happened to me I focused and looked ahead too much instead of living in the present moment because in the present moment is where it really matters because that's where you are today it wasn't yesterday it wasn't tomorrow it's today you're alive and well today what happens tomorrow is different what happened yesterday happened it's done so for me, I had to learn how to move on from that. 
Um, and the way I essentially started looking at certain things was how is it going to affect me in five minutes? How is it going to affect me in five days? How is it going to affect me in five weeks? And so on until it affected me in five years. You know, so if I was doing something or I thought of something and I was like, this isn't going to affect me in five years, why am I even worrying about it? You know? And then I'd have these mad crazy thoughts and I'd go, in five minutes time, this isn't going to bother me. You know, I'd look at it at that and go, what's it gonna, this is going to be like in five minutes, Craig? And five minutes down the line, you've completely forgotten about it and you've moved on to something else. So it's just about taking perspective, you know? And how a certain thought or certain problem is actually going to affect you. Um, because it's um, one of those things that people just don't know how to handle so when it comes to perspective um, it's essential that you break down um, what it is exactly that you're looking at and thinking at and just go from there step by step break it down how's it going to affect you that means you take out a piece of paper or a book or something and write down um, exactly what it is just do that take your time because you're investing the time in you in reality number three for me is talking to someone this is something that I struggled severely with because I was in sense oh I was led to believe that it was a manly way of living and that we don't talk we don't express emotions and uh, we just get on with it, you know. But I found out deep down within, it's, that's not how we live. You know, it's okay not to be okay. So let's go and talk about this. And over the last couple of days, I've had to uh, actually say this to somebody that got me out of a hole, you know. And although they are a, a very powerful person in themselves, they weren't okay. And, you know, I put out the question there going, are you okay? It's okay not to be okay, so what's going on? And we got talking, and thankfully, everything is good. So it's just good just simply to talk to somebody. Express what's going on, and let them know how you're feeling, and always have that relationship there with certain people that, you know, if it is a case to just switch off, and your mind starts taking over again maybe ring somebody maybe agree and just, and just you know what um, i'm struggling a little bit i'm having these days where uh, i don't know i don't know what's going on and all these thoughts are pro- processing through my head is it all right if i'm feeling like that to give you the bell and i'd like to think that 90 percent of the time people would say yeah listen that's no problem at all just give me a call we'll have a chat number four and this may sound crazy, but wait it out. So wait out your anxiety. What I mean by this is, wait it out, but actively wait it out. So right now is a current example of that. We don't know what way things are going to go. So we have a choice. We can sit at home, we can watch the TV, and we can listen to the news headlines, and we can wait it out by doing that and consistently triggering the fear um, system within our brains. Or, we can wait it out 
in an active way and by getting out and doing some exercise by reading by going for a swim by going for a walk and by picking up the phone and having a chat with a friend by switching off from um, the news by switching off from social media and by staying connected through other platforms with friends and your close circle of friends so that you know you can support each other and that's what I mean by waiting it out there's no point in reading down or reading into things when you don't even have control over them you know whatever happens right now and whatever's being whatever's being considered by our governments we don't have control over that but we have control over what we want to do um, within our minds so just take that into consideration and remember if you want to do something just go and do it and um, if it's for your own health and for your own mental health just go and do it um, and make sure you're doing it for you and you only because that's most important and the last part that I found very beneficial for me um, and this is something that I found strange at the start but I worked my way into it and it's mindfulness what is mindfulness? it's simply paying attention to ourselves um, so what I do is I make a fist and I essentially name off the five senses so I make fist and one finger at a time I name them out so I will go one thing I can currently taste one thing I can currently smell one thing I can touch right now in my immediate um, area not yourself now and then I go four things that you can hear right now and five things you can see right now in this moment and what that does for me and what it may do for you is it could literally just bring you back into this moment in time because your current senses are being activated in this moment in time um, and those are the five things that I use to help me with anxieties on a day-to-day -day basis on a week-to-week -week basis on a month-to-month -month basis whenever I need to use one or two or three of those together or even just one on their own that's what I do and um, it's important as well with anxieties that we do our best not to make them worse um, so excuses and alternatives so don't do your best not to say don't do your best to try and not suppress it so try and not suppress it with alternatives such as what I did and smoking weed and continue to tell myself I need this because I'm anxious and this helps me because it doesn't it makes it worse and <laughs> especially the weed that we're smoking or that people are smoking in Ireland it makes the situation worse and it's only until you stop smoking it that you sit down face the reality and man up and go I'm sorry I hate sounding like using the word man up 
be real and honest with yourself and go this actually was making me worse this isn't working I need to focus on myself and stop telling yourself you're fine because in reality you're not fine if you're continuously feeling anxious and you're not doing anything about it you're not fine and you need to do something about it Um, it doesn't affect me that attitude um, will affect you worse in many many ways so it's important to be honest and real with yourself again stop telling yourself it doesn't affect me it does and you need to address it before it takes over your life and most importantly the number one factor that makes things worse in anxiety is an I think it's making up scenarios go and experience it go to that first interview live in that moment and then make your decision pick up the phone make that first phone call live in that moment and then make your decision go to that group go to that first swim go to that first day go and do whatever it is that you're holding back from doing and make the decision after the first time of doing it if you don't feel good you don't get a good uh, feeling from it that's okay walk away and know deep down I tried but just show up because showing up is 90% of actually doing something if you can get out of your head and put your anxieties at bay stop making up the scenarios show up and I can honestly tell you now it will just make your life so much easier that's my biggest biggest bit of information um, that I can give you today um, my learning from anxieties and dealing with anxieties uh, is basically just simple you as a person don't need to react to every single thought because thoughts simply come and go um, so much so they come and go as they please they're not going to stick around forever because at the end of the day you have a choice to manage them before they manage you so that's my little talk on anxieties um, and how to possibly help yourself how to address them and I hope I hope it reached somebody I hope it's helped somebody because that's essentially what I want to do by leaving that little message on anxieties in this current time especially it's just to help somebody and if it helps one person I will be extremely happy and um, there's five points there as I said you can either use one two three or all five together whatever it may be but most importantly please just do something if you're feeling that anxiety is getting a hold of you just do something for yourself so 
with that I just want to say thank you very much again for tuning in um, I just wanted to get this off my chest because I felt in the current times and moment that it was something that needed to be spoken about and I'm going to leave this with a small little poem so until the next time thanks very much for listening and I'll see you all soon take care much love when we seek balance we lose sense of our vibrations this brings out the worst in us leads us fighting temptations. We mostly give in without a fight, but some of us come out and follow the light. That light is mostly shown by someone who has found it, who put it to use as they became grounded. What's so eye-opening is that balance is obtained when we remove what's no longer needed and replace with more of the previously unheeded. So if you find yourself in the middle of chaos, with no sign of light and no longer willing to put up a fight. You need to remember that your true potential is just hidden inside and when you look deep within you'll be surprised at what you might find.